Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Well, sometimes she goes out just a blouse and a white jacket on too. And when she makes her own outfit, she is set for the bottom too. On season 13, her fashion is hit and miss. Sure, she can lip sync, but she sure can't make a dress. Gluing bags to a corset, seriously. Why don't you make some effort, Lollary? Three favourite disco songs. Go. Uh, knock on wood. Um, You're repeating the ones from the show. Uh, Oh no, I'm not. These are my genuinely my genuine ones. Could it be magic? That's another one. And um, TikTok, TikTok, um, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> that's Madonna and Britney. <laughs> no wait, no, 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 no wait. No, it's, no, it's Madonna and Justin. That's Madonna and Justin Timberlake. Um, <laughs> oh, celebration. No, that's Kylie. Oh my God! I really made my. I had three that I thought back because I knew you were going to ask me this, and now I've forgotten. You tell me yours. Oh, I didn't think you were going to throw it back. Um, I like Upside Down by Diana Ross. I like oh, I Want I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Is that a disco song? Yeah. And um, I Will Survive. I mean, obviously, that's a classic. Um, yeah. So, I mean... Is, is, could, it, could it be magic? Is that a disco song, though? Um, yes. Is it... Um, I'm, sure it's a, I'm sure it's a disco song. Is it Barry Manilow? And then take that later. Yeah, Barry Manilow originally... He did loads of he did loads of disco stuff. Is he disco or is he just like flamboyant? <laughs> is there a difference? Oh, just, is, is he just an old gay man? <laughs> well, he actually only came out recently, didn't he? Still, still an old gay man. <laughs> yeah, melting waxwork of a man coming out. <laughs> right, this is going to be very, 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 very harsh. But let's do our rating of this week's episode. Oh, you're saying very harsh. Well, I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say, and I'm being generous here, one out of ten. <laughs> what? One. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not joking, bitch. I thought this episode really, really sucked balls. Oh, wow. And not in a good way. I have to say um, that I, even though I liked it, and, I, and one of the reasons why I'm saying I liked it is because I fucking love disco. And when I was at university, I used to go to, I used to dress up in disco clothes and once a week go to a club night at Cafe de Perry called Car Wash. And um, I freaking loved it. I used to dance on the podiums, dance on the pole, uh, everything. So I love disco. So I couldn't, so I could, if it wasn't for disco, I would give this a five. So I think. How old are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> this was like, this was like around, this was like, you know, 2002, 2003, I think. Well, that's not disco, is it? So it was like a retro disco night. Was that, oh yeah, was that, was, I mean, I wasn't actually going out <laughs> during the disco boom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, I just love. There was a disco night on at Gavin de Barry called Garwash. Obviously, it was a retro disco night. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't hate disco. It's not my favourite genre, but if I had liked it, this episode put me off because it was so shit. 
Like, what what was good about this episode? I did like the dancing. I liked the sort of re- I thought the retro um, retrospective of disco. I liked that. And um, other than that, I I agree with you. Um, it wasn't very good, but I wouldn't. I would never give it one. One is just like one is insulting. <laughs> well, I'm sticking with one because okay, maybe I'll go up to two, but. Um... We've been having such a good run lately with UK, mm. a great start to yeah. season 13. This just felt like a real damp squib. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I agree with you. It, it definitely, it was, there was definitely no steam. There was it run out of steam for this one, big time. Well, we haven't run out of steam here at United Queendom. So welcome back. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm Ed Dyson and this is the overly generous Sam Dowler. <laughs> Thank you. At Sam Dowler time on Instagram. <laughs> you get in that plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's get into this week's episode. So last week, the first openly gay contestant, Joey J, left the con- competition, <laughs> and just like Pete, he's the Pete Buddha judge of um, of Drag Race. <laughs> and La Larry is still here, despite the fact that that outfit, that oh, that 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 oh, that oh, that outfit. <laughs> My therapist has told me not to speak about it anymore because it's not good for me. It gives me palpitations. Oh my god, I can see the hives from here. <laughs> And we're on a phone call, which is very weird. <laughs> um, but Untucked from last week continues, and it's still Tamisha versus Candy. And <laughs> I don't like this at all. What don't you like about it? It gives me a, it gives me a bit of a nasty taste in the mouth, and I've really and because of this, I've sort of gone off Got Mick as well. I have to say, yeah, Got Mick is a bit like the one who's egging it all on, but not getting involved. Kind of like and also really being um cliquey with Tina Burner and um Candy and that stinks yes that does stink and um also people have noticed I don't know if you clocked this Olivia looks is always the one who starts these conversations she's always like so how are we feeling about last week's untucked and then it's <laughs> basically basically she 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 strikes a match Throws it into the shit dumpster and then sachets away and gets and gets the win out of it. <laughs> well, I love her for it because I used to do this. I've got two younger brothers, and when I was bored when I was young, what I used to do is I used to say I used to say to them, "Who's the toughest out of you two? <laughs> and then I'd literally sit back on the couch, and within a minute, guaranteed, they'd be full on Mortal Kombat, mortifying wombat, fist fighting. <laughs> And so I would get a, a full show without having to even... Wow, that is... <laughs> Olivia Lux is giving young Ed Dyson teas here because she just keeps prodding them and then eating popcorn as it all kicks off. <laughs> things, things, went, things went a bit awry for you when you said, when you said that they should compare cocks, but um, you, you, you left that story out. <laughs> well, that was when I got taken away for six months. I'm not sure why it might have been related. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, I do... I do agree with you. I mean, somebody, it's like, but sometimes I think that they ask a mutual, like some, well, someone who isn't, you know, involved to maybe say, would you like to say to the um, to the contestant, like a producer would ask them to say it. And she seems like such an affable person and she's never involved in any fights that she would be like, okay. Maybe that's the way to get the win. You just keep doing whatever production tells you to, stirring the shit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But in this case, the shit doesn't need much stirring because they clearly are still angry at each other. And it, to me, it's, it sounds like they're both arguing over what was said last week, but they're both saying the same thing. It's like, say, you know, you said I was arrogant. No, I didn't. I said you were arrogant. And it's like, and then they <laughs> roll the tapes. It's like, I don't even know if you guys are listening to each other. <laughs> well, basically, Tamisha says that she... um. She doesn't say that she hates any of them. She says that what was she, she uses a specific term. 
care for them. Oh, she doesn't care for them. And um, and um, Candy's basically just like reducing it down and saying, now you said you hate us, But it is, I mean, they are going round in circles, but I do love Tamisha. Tamisha's like, oh, look, I said what I said, and I said it, and that is what I said, and I said it, okay? <laughs> I, th- I know, Tamisha, we know what you said. You know what you said. <laughs> I said what I said, and what I said was that thing that I said. And you know that thing I said? <laughs> I said it. And it's like, for fuck's sake, we heard it. We heard what you heard, and we I heard what said, you heard. I, s- I said it, I said what I said. Come on! <laughs> and we all know what Candy says. Candy says in response. <laughs> which I'm sure will be on lots of merch soon by Candy, one of her <laughs> famous quotes from the show. But, uh, but for me, it's Tamisha who gets in the good quote. She goes, I'm a grown ass woman! I love that one. <laughs> but also, she, but she's not. I don't understand why she says that. Because she's not a woman. Uh, but she's in, in drag, she's a grown-ass woman. And out of drag, she's a grown-ass man. I guess so, yeah. I'm a grown-ass woman! <laughs> <laughs> but but Candy says, well, we don't even have to be sisters. Um, so she's not even wanting to make up. She's just like, just because we're in the same competition, we don't have to be friends. And it's like, oh my God, this is mm. genuine hatred. Mm. This isn't for the cameras. You, they really mm. don't seem to like each other. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy to see why, you know, you not to like Candy because uh, a lot of us don't. And she is, and she is <laughs> that sort of powerhouse, sort of bully, sort of, you know, she's got that vibe. So she's got to have her cronies, like her fucking crab and goyle next to her. And it's just like... Crab and goyle? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's, sorry, it's from, it's from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh... What what are they like villains in Harry Potter? Crab and Goyle. No, yeah, they're his uh, Crab and Goyle are um, um, Draco Malfoy's two henchmen, basically. I know um, Snape, and I know the he who shall not. Are we allowed to say his name? <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> well, we're, oh, because we're not in the fictional world. But you mean J.K. Rowling? <laughs> We can't call J.K. Rowling he. That's the one thing he doesn't like. We know that. (laughs) But I thought Voldemort might be like Candyman, where if you say it, it turns up. No. Also, you can say Candyman as well. That doesn't. Neither of these things are real. You can say Candyman once. You can't say it three times. Then he. (laughs) Don't tell me you would dare say it three times, though. (laughs) I would say it three times in the mirror. Yes. Go on then. No, no. <laughs> See, you won't do it. Everyone knows you can't. I don't want to do it live. Oh, that's how. That's how, okay. Fine. I don't. I don't want to do it. The ratings will go through the roof. You're playing on my superstition. I had to work. I had to work because I've got a bit of OCD, right? And I used to um, salute magpies. Hello, Mr. Magpie. How's this a magpie? And all the little magpies today, right? Every time I saw a magpie. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, and then I used to touch wood as well. And then I used to touch we wood know you with touch the wood. same fingers on each hand. And then if, even if I thought about touching wood, I'd have to find it and touch wood with the same fingers on each hand. And then I realised that I was being a bit OCD and crazy. So I had to I had to stop all of it. So any kind of superstitions, I like, I, I have to I have to refute straight away. I still do the thing where, you know, where there's three, um, what are those things on the pavement called? Drains. Yeah, not like drains, but you know the things, the squares? Pavements? Pa- paving slabs. Oh, you mean the ones where there's either three or two together? Exactly, the things that three or two. If ever you walk over three, it's bad luck, so you have to spit on the floor to reverse it, and I still do that to this day. <laughs> I just, I think I just, I just don't, oh no, wait. Yeah, because I, th- <laughs> so it's three is bad luck and two I was thought was um, like you're going to get a shag or something. Well, you've clearly walked over quite a lot of twos in your life then. Jesus Christ. Num- number twos. <laughs> 
That is a good point. Do you remember how much poo there used to be on the floor when you were growing up? In my yes. house. No, I mean on the bed. <laughs> Again, back to why you were taken away for six months. <laughs> but another thing that I find disgusting, apart from the poo on the floor, is RuPaul constantly berating the contestants for not knowing about people who were around before they were fucking born. Like, does... Ru really is annoying with this. He's always quizzing them. And I know I'm doing it jokingly to you at the beginning of the episode, but I'm not yeah. berating you if you get it wrong, apart from the share one, which was quite bad. But um, I think um, I have... To, I'm sorry. I, when it comes to... I mean, I do get it. <laughs> Basically, he comes on and he makes this joke before the mini challenge. And I get and I get that. And everyone, and everyone goes, ha, 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 and then laughs. And then he does an impression of this person. And then he says, do you even know who I'm talking about? And they all go, no. <laughs> so that's quite funny. But do you, um, do you I don't know, know who it is? Talking about. Charles no, Nelson I Riley. I don't no no it's obviously some sort of american um like tv host or something from the 50s i don't know but um when it comes to like not knowing their disco tracks that that is bad well i mean you didn't name them that well really you named one no, from know, but... the show you named one i still don't think is a disco song and then <laughs> What was your? Th- I can't remember what your third one was, and it t- you took your sweet ass time getting there as well. I know. I'm all. <laughs> all I'm saying is I know disco really well. I've got disco clothes in my closet, and I I know disco. I know all the disco dancing moves as well. So um, just because I can't name the names off the top of my head, that is because of my alcohol Alzheimer's. So I don't think it's very. I don't think it's very fair of you. Well, you've immersed yourself in every every bloody era. We found out last week about your goth fang as well, which I'm still. <laughs> Still recovering from. <laughs> look, look, I spent a lot of time trying to find myself, okay? <laughs> Sounds like you didn't get there in the end. You still I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to live my truth, but I just don't know what it is. It's all lies! <laughs> Liza Minnelli lies. Um, <laughs> so for the Minnie and Maxi challenge, they have to get into pairs, and they're told that whoever, whichever pair they're in, they'll stick with for the episode. So who would you have picked? Um, well, first of all, I have to say, yeah, I guess... This is just awful, this bit, because I just can't bear how Tamisha turns around to um, Utica and goes, hi, well, well, hi there, and then it's too late. She just doesn't want to be with her. That That, that is painful, and it's the whole... Well, like... Utica says she got me first about Olivia, but she didn't. No, she didn't. It was bu- it was bullshit. She was like, like three metres like, behind her. <laughs> oh, she got me. Oh, she got me first in a sort of sweet, sort of Utica patronising way. But um, I think I would have picked... Um, Rosé or... Um, Tenali. Tenali, yeah, because they're both really good dancers and this is a dancing challenge. Yeah, I would have done the same. Uh, but the mini challenge is they have to make a dress out of wallpaper and then stand in front of a wallpaper wall. Um, who did you think... Just, it's just another excuse to shoehorn in another promoter. <laughs> At least that bag man isn't back. I've forgotten his name, but Mr Charisma. <laughs> He's like watching paint dry, so he would have been good for this wallpaper challenge, maybe. <laughs> Um, who did you think uh, deserved to win this mini challenge? Yeah, I think it was between Tamisha and the one that Gottmik had on. That was quite good as well. Yeah, what I liked Gottmik. I liked the look of Utica's, but I thought when she started walking around the room, that got a bit too weird. I think that's her problem. She needs to rein, rein in the quirky a little bit sometimes, because sometimes she just seems a bit unhinged. <laughs> the thing is, she she goes for quirky, and I get it. What she was doing, the fringe was really long, so she's pretending she can't see where she's going. Hardy ha. Oh, I didn't but it's get like, that. Um, yeah, well, that's what I'm assuming. That's what I was assuming. But it just, um, 
it's not it's not funny and it's sort of grating and it's because when something's not funny and it's and someone keeps doing it and it's not funny you get you get a bit of um you know Ginny Ginny Lemon like forcing a point we don't think it's funny and I think that is what um what Utica does sometimes I'm is that like that. us with Bagger Brown <laughs> people are like yes keep... you get it stop saying it <laughs> we just keep pushing that Bagger Brown someone the police will be round at zoo <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> By the way, speaking of not being able to see, um, do, have you heard this rumour that Stevie Wonder is not blind? My God, no. <laughs> so my friend Chloe, brought, who sings the theme tune, what, the theme tune, sing the theme tune, she brought it up to me the other day and I'd heard it before, but I thought it was just like a joke. But then there are these videos online of him like, um, like accidentally letting dropping the character on stage like once a microphone once a microphone stand fell over and he caught it on stage like instinctually and it was like and then there's like there's people the celeb- celebrities have gone on record saying they've seen him like walking past them going hi and he says who it is and it's like how does he know who i am well i think maybe because he has um Basically, because if you don't have all of your senses, your other ones are really heightened. So I think he can just tell because he's been blind for so long. He can tell who the person is by their smell, perhaps. And um, he can tell where it's going to fall, you know, sort of Matrix style. Oh, yeah. I can smell where the microphone stand is falling. Very likely story. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think the world is ready to cancel him for that. (laughs) I'm not saying he should be cancelled. If he's kept up that act for all these decades, I'm impressed more than anything. Give the man an Oscar and let him take... That was was real. I don't know if you couldn't cancel him. I mean, obviously the music is amazing and it is... That is superb, but... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's like one of these people that says they've got cancer and then starts a starts a you know a just giving page and then they get caught out and then they go to prison. Yeah, although he's never asked for money for his blindness. It's just like part of his brand. <laughs> I don't know. It's something for us all to Stevie wonder about, and we'll get back to it next week. We'll see what happens. Uh, but, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> but but back to Drag Race. So who uh, who wins this? Oh, it's T- Tamisha and Elliot because. I think just because they made the Carol Baskins jokes, because their looks weren't that amazing. The Carol Baskin was joke was good, but I mean, it was there was seeing as they only they I'd have, I mean, how long did they have to do that? It was very good in in the short amount of time they had. I would say short amount of time, and yet Lala Ree's dress looked better than the abomination that she served last week. It's like Jesus Christ! <laughs> but what there was two pizza triangles and her nips. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> well, it's better than a pink and purple bag. By the way, have you um? Have you seen that people have been doing the La La Rie challenge? No. It's like, a, I don't think it's gone viral yet, but they tried to make, they tried to make Fetch happen. And um, where everyone like mm. does their own recreation of the look. It's like, a, it's becoming <laughs> all iconically bad now. So sometimes when something flops on the show, it ends up being more memorable than anything else. And I think that's what we're getting with the La La Rie. I mean, I can't even call it an outfit. I don't even know what to call it. Well, I mean, I guess it's something easy you can do at home in lockdown with like a load, a load of paper bags. Yeah, it's so not going to be too stressful to put together, is it, really? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, so they, they find out that it's a dancing challenge this week and they're all going to be assigned... Can I just say quickly that yeah. I was obsessed with the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack and those are all 70s songs. So Stand Alive, Saturday Night Fever, that, that, that is very important. Night on Disco Mountain, okay? <laughs> I think it's still one of the biggest selling albums of all time. The Saturday Night. It is, ama- it is amazing. Like, all throughout it is. Do you know I've never seen the film? It's quite depressing. <laughs> is it? It's not like, fu- you, like you think like it's going to, you think it's about 
fun and dancing and disco, but it's actually it's actually a bit more serious. That's going to be like our film about the the people who dance themselves to death, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. Which I did look up and is true. I don't can't remember. Thank you. I can't remember when we talked about that before, but um, we need to get cracking on that because that story needs to be out there. Honestly, I know it's so good. Imagine the movie out of it. I mean, it would. You'd have to. I mean, you'd have to do it sort of funny but serious. Do you know what I mean? Because it is hilarious, but also terrible. <laughs> oh, what a way to go! I hope that's how I die. Honestly, I won't get a vaccination <laughs> against this boogie fever. Fever. I'm going. I'm going to go for it. Um, so who did you think was going to win this challenge before we saw the challenge? Are we talking about including the rehearsal time? Yes. Dinali and um, and Rosé, I think, was going to win because um, they both have... They both, I mean, also, it was a bit annoying how smug they were. They were like, okay, right. She, <laughs> Dinali was a bit annoying as well. Should I, should I do a high kick fan out or, um, or just the one that you said? Shut up. <laughs> It was very, like, geeky kid in school who always, like, you know, at the end of the class, like, any questions and everyone wants to get out and then one person just puts their hand up like, yeah, do we have to do this? Do we have to? It's like, oh, shut up. Smug. Exactly. Just, exactly. Smug. Just, just asking a question because you know what, you know what the answer is. Please. It's not necessary. <laughs> um, I like, the, I also thought Denali was going to win. Uh, when Rue talks to her um, about the challenge, we find out that she, I skated on a cruise for a while. So that's interesting. That is a massive cruise show. I know these um because I have friends that have been. I mean, I'd love to go on one. Let's go on one of these one day. I'd love to go on one. You of don't these... do you not know my cruise story? Oh my Oh god, I do. <laughs> I'm like banned from all cruises. I'm never going back on one. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Sorry. Just one type of cruising for me, thank you very much. No. No matter how many ice rinks there are, <laughs> I'm never risking that again. <laughs> but they're impressive but the big ones they're impressive, aren't they? I mean they have swimming pools, That's what she golf said. Co- golf courses, they have like fucking loads. And when they're massive, massive, they they have loads. Loads. Well, I mean, yeah, if you can stay on it. But that's the real challenge. That's the maxi <laughs> challenge. <laughs> I feel like you're blaming the cruise for, for your demise. <gasps> Swiftly moving on. Um, <laughs> I love this bit where um, Utica is saying to um, Olivia, oh, uh, something bitchy about Tina. And Olivia's like, say it to her, say it to her. Again, with the shit stirring. <laughs> and then she does. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's but a good awkwardly. point. But I, I, think that, I think that she says it in... Uh, because it's quite a bit, yeah, quite a bitchy thing to say. So there's no, I mean, and I think also because Utica's quite nice, I think, you know, you'd have to say, oh, it's nothing that I wouldn't say to your face, that sort of thing. So she then has to say it to her face and it's really awkward. Although Tina takes it well, just like she did with Graham Norton. <laughs> um, so when Rue's talking to Rosé, she gives the advice, you're too perfect, it doesn't allow people to fall in love with you. Do you mm-hmm. agree with this or do you find this critique annoying? So it kind of divides people. I do agree, I am too perfect, but people fall in love with me anyway. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, yes, I, yeah, people like to see uh, vulnerability. That is what makes people fall in love with them, as Rue says. I mean, for example, if you're if you watch one of these shows, and I think um, Delaney is the same, if they're so obsessed with being perfect that you can't, you can't warm to them. Do you know what I mean? I think Cracker's a bit like that as well. Yeah, I think it's the whole thing of when people are performing, if they're enjoying themselves, you're enjoying yourself. And sometimes if you're being too committed to making sure every step is right and everything is perfect, you lose the sense of fun. So I think that's the point. Well, exactly, exactly. It's like, I think, for example, this is a weird example, but I'm going to use it anyway. Like when Madonna fell over, right? Yeah. 
at the Brits, which was a shocker. And um, I think people would have loved it and loved her more if she'd have got up and made a joke about it. Do you know what I mean? And laughed and talked about it later on. But like it was erased from everyone's memory. And the thing is, it's like, so when you make a mistake and you're supposedly perfect, you have to rather be like, fuck, I can't believe I've done this. You have to be like, oh my God, da 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 da. And that, that, and people like that. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's humanity. Well, she did get back up and finish the performance, so she didn't. Yeah, no, I know, but she, but she like, she, I think, I think some mugging and some like, look, look what happened, ha ha ha, rather than like, it didn't happen. Well, she had very badly injured herself. I mean, I know I'm always the <laughs> defender of Madonna, but I mean, she'd really hurt herself. So it wasn't just like a little bop on the head; it was a full blown like. And ne- and next thing, that's is that why she has to use the tricycle on stage now? <laughs> <laughs> I was the real victim because I was it was fucking eleven o'clock at night. I was in a newspaper I worked at, and I was just about to leave, and then that became the front page story. And I had to stay oh. an extra hour and oversee this story, writing about my actual idol falling off a stage. It was like God absolutely hates me. <laughs> God I, hates I, fags. <laughs> God hates Madge. Um, <laughs> because I was. I got. I was at. Um, I was wait. I was at. I was at Soho House. Yeah, I was Soho House in Shoreditch, waiting to go to one of the after parties. And a friend of mine was watching it on TV and texted me, and I was like, "Shut up!" And I didn't believe that. I didn't believe them. I thought that couldn't possibly be real. And here we are. Yeah, or at least it was. Or at least it was like wasn't as bad as he was making it out to be. And boy, was it! Oh, it's the worst fall I've ever seen. I mean, Beyonce's had some good ones, but that was a real. She could. Oh. She could have died. She could have died. She could have. No, she could have. She could have died. She could have paralysed herself. She could have broken her neck there. Absolutely. But Madonna, even paralysed, she still would have finished the performance. That's how good she is. Um, <laughs> did you, know, Sam? Did you know what disco sucks was? The move that movement. Yes, I did. Um, because obviously I was around at the time. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was. It was. It was pretty. And I was doing a lot of sucking as well. I think it was because. <laughs> Um, because I know, yeah, because I love I love disco, and I've seen lots of um, disco sucks T-shirts. Because uh, I used because I used to go shopping in um, like clothes stores that like secondhand clothes stores that had loads of seventies stuff. So like I I've got loads of flares, etc. etc. And there were a lot of T-shirts with disco sucks on them, and I was like, what is that? What's that about? And I looked it up years ago, so I did know. Yeah, I thought it was the most interesting thing I learned about disco because I wasn't aware of it. But after this episode, mm. I actually want to set disco on fire myself. So I'm all for another <laughs> a second disco sucks movement. I think. <laughs> well i mean the thing is like oh i would have thought because you learned that you could give it an extra point as in like maybe three out of ten fine fine i'll go up to three because i guess one out of ten should be like the episode was unwatchable maybe oh <laughs> well, yeah i mean yeah okay maybe i was being a bit dramatic but at the same time it's like if you're doing if you're doing a scale of one to ten and you never go below five, or like I think I've given I think I gave a four once for that terrible, terrible episode of um Canada's drag race where they were doing something totally weird and local and it wasn't funny and just it just couldn't get any of it and the whole episode was terrible. But um but then if you don't if you don't actually go down to a really, really low mark, then what is the point in having them? Yeah, because the the ten scale is within the drag race universe. So it's like we like mm. the show, so even a bad episode, we're gonna still like some of it. But in, mm. in the grand scheme of episodes, this is the worst one I can remember in quite some time. Wow. Although one highlight was Rue wanting to slap Candy Muse um, after she said <laughs> her only knowledge of disco was from Pussycat Dolls Hush Hush featuring a bit of I Will Survive. <laughs> And then Rue, and Rue has another stroke. 
Ruse wants to slap her. I'm like, well, now you know how the rest of us have felt for the last month because we all wanted to give her a good slap as well. I know. I mean, like, basically, like, Rue was just laughing at Candy Muse's general ignorance. But it is, it's exactly the same again. It's like, I get it. I get it. Candy doesn't know about stuff. But it's like, I, you know, you would have thought even just by osmosis, she'd have picked some things up. But she just basically, like, if you go inside her head, all it is is like a, you know, like a merry-go-round of, like, donuts and her own face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that image. Although I did find it really funny when she said about Diana Ross and Donna Summer. One has big hair, mahogany, and the other one's dead. I thought that was her best <laughs> her best quote. Yes, I did laugh at that. I'll give her that one. And then even Tina didn't impress Rue. The three songs she mentioned was Knock on Wood Like You. It's because she got, she got, she got them wrong. <laughs> then she said, don't leave me this way. And then said, I will survive, but said Diana Ross, even though the original is Gloria Gaynor. So it's like, God, Rue is hard to please on these subjects. <laughs> yeah, I know. You better get it fucking right. I think I think the thing is because a lot of the challenges and a lot of what Rue talks about are things that he's passionate about. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the golden age of this or the golden age of that. And you have to remember he's been around since 1901. So it's like, there's a lot of stuff that... And so when she brings something up she's like she knows her shit and wants and you know and is it generally a bit appalled when people don't know like their own history because obviously disco was about you know gay people black people um dancing and la di da di da so it's kind of like they sh- it's they kind of should know really well back in the 60s it was you and Ru- rupaul both boogieing <laughs> away <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of the choreographer miguel who i don't think has been on the show before he's a new one uh, a bit gross, really. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like him. He was kind of like creepy. I felt like he was yes, like I thought creepy. Yes, overly sexual. He was like, "You're going hip, and I'm going dick." And then he said, "No, and I, I don't want to see you thrusting." And he sort of, he sort of looked a bit ropey as well in the face area. <laughs> yeah, and he was like saying to La Larry, "Don't hurt yourself." I think she was meaning like as if she could give herself a black eye, but with her own dick. And I was like, <laughs> "You've just, you've just met this bitch. Like, this is a bit." bit much <laughs> that's a bit much <laughs> um but it's a bit much for tamisha because we find out not only is she surviving cancer she's also got an i don't know how to say it's ostomy ostomony uh, i i think well it's a colostomy bag so i'm th- i think maybe they call it an ostomy in america because it's a, they call it a colostomy bag here oh is it a colostomy bag yeah no because they say colostomy bag because they've they made a joke of it the other week didn't they in the bag challenge well, she was saying she was saying ostomy though. I thought she was saying ostomy was maybe short for colostomy, and that's why she doesn't do a lot of moving around, like a lot of fast moves, and that's why she looks so concentrating on on the, on this challenge because she didn't want to spill. I don't know. <laughs> I did well. Like colostomy is like colon for like poo, so maybe ostomy is just for we. She said she has an open wound on the stomach, so you wouldn't carry your bag on your stomach, would you? Or maybe you would. Yeah, you do. That's a, a colostomy bag is basically they move because I asked David about this. <laughs> he doesn't have one, but he's worked with them. Um, they move <laughs> your sort of bum hole. It's at the front to your belly button. Your bum. Oh my god. So it comes so that like basically your um, urine and feces you don't have any control over when they come out, and they come out um, of a tube into a bag. I'll come over to tube in your stomach, yeah. Can you fart out of your belly button then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to look that up. 
Easier to tell if it smells, I guess. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. It's, here, a colostomy bag, also called a stoma bag or an ostomy bag, is a small waterproof pouch used to collect waste from the body. During a surgical procedure known as colostomy, an opening called a stoma or ostomy is formed between the large intestines, colon, and the abdominal wall. Oh my God, you were right, Sam. I know. I, I don't say that often, but it's ha- <laughs> it's happening. You don't say it often enough. <laughs> oh, well, that's really, really impressive that she's done what she has done so far. With that. Exactly, and that's why I think she had that look of concentration, and I think this, the fucking hula hoop was her demise. What, because she was having a piss? And I'm sorry. <laughs> well, she was, I think she would, was aware of it, do you know what I mean? And I don't think she fucking needed the goddamn hula hoop. <laughs> that, was her de- that was her demise. <laughs> um, so we get a, a, the proper name of a new clique, which is the Can- Candy, Gottmik and Tina have called themselves the Mean Girls. Um, obviously is maybe a reference to the film which I rewatched this week still stands the test of time maybe a reference I think it's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only thing it could be <laughs> well no they could just be saying they are mean girls <laughs> it's like mean girls existed before mean girls it's not just the film we're the trio of cunts <laughs> But it's like, how do they think this is a good idea in terms of winning fans? Like, cliques never go down well on the show. They're literally no. labelling themselves as a cunty clique. It's not even like they're being fun about it. They're like, we're the mean girls. And The it's... thing is, when you're in a clique, though, you do, you have a sort of sense of superiority. And it's like, you've got, you know, you've got these people that have your back. So you give, you have an extra sense of being horrible. And then when you get them on... I mean, you get one of them on their own. They're quite nice because they're like, oh, because they don't have the other two bitches around them. Do you know what I mean? So it isn't, it isn't very attractive. I understand the temptation to get in a clique, especially in a high pressure environment like Drag Race where mm. you're not with your friends. But like, it's such a stupid idea to name it because <clears throat> everyone knows on TV that, that the fans hate that, like Relaska talks. And it just ruins your chances of winning, I think. So I don't know what they're playing at, especially Got Mick, who doesn't even seem mean. So it's like... You're just lumping yourself in. I know, exactly. Just because she used to have a vagina doesn't mean she has to be a cunt. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's a Sunday. Um, <laughs> we find out Olivia used to be a big girl. <laughs> and the doctor told her mum that she was the O word. Uh, obese. Awful. I just think... That's um, A. Th- <laughs> I know, I... Oh, orifice. I think uh, all back to uh, Tamisha. Ostomy. <laughs> I just think, like, I agree with you. There's, like, with other episodes, we've had some some really good emo moments, um, especially with, on UK this month. So, like, the best thing they could muster in this episode was Olivia used to be a fat gay. And it's like, well, do you know what? It isn't enough. It isn't enough. And, like, the, the worst part... The worst part was she was... <laughs> Turned away from a ride because you couldn't get on the cart. <laughs> well, it's better than Utica's strawberry allergy. That was one of the worst sub stories ever. <laughs> yes. And at least this explains, I think, why Olivia has those tiny little handbags because they used to be like, that's what handbags used to look like next to her. So now she's like <laughs> going to scale. Is that's, it... that's why that, That's why to me, she doesn't like the look of those little handbags. That's for sure. <laughs> 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 oh my god, now I sound like RuPaul having one of his strokes. 
Um, Candy reveals that her mum was in and out of jail and she um, grew up on the streets, presumably in Tasmania. You can tell that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she grew up in, up in the streets and down in Tasmania. She, you can tell, though, the way that she, the way that she, you know, obviously she had to create this persona, like be aggressive first and then, you know, you don't get picked on. So you, that makes sense. But I don't feel sorry for her. Maybe her mum purposely got into jail just to get away from her because she's so annoying. I mean, we don't know, do we? We don't know the backstory. <laughs> well, no, we don't. You know, it's up in the air. <laughs> um, on the runway, RuPaul, I mean, do we even need to comment anymore? She just is always killing it at the moment. Yeah, beautiful. Once again. Um, again, and again, I, I know we keep saying it, but I'm just... And I love, I love the... the uh, the judges, but I mean, just a bit of variety. I, I want some big names, but obviously they can't because of the pandemic. No, we're not getting big names. We're just getting big women. I mean, it's like you have to be a large <laughs> woman of colour to guest judge now. We've had <laughs> four weeks. I mean, we're, they're great, but um, it's getting it's getting very monotonous. <laughs> As also, has, Cars- has Carson had his lips done? Because his lips are ridiculous this week. Well, he's always had a lot of surgery, hasn't he? I don't think this is anything new well the candy pink is a little bit off-putting i have to say on those giant top lip did you say candy man that's the second time <laughs> oh my god and i'm actually sitting in front of a mirror i'm not even joking oh poor you um a lot of people hate <laughs> a lot of people hated the category this week which is little black dress but i quite liked it did you what did you think yeah i like it it's it's simple isn't it and uh, there's a lot you can do with it even though some of them don't seem to bother well, it's, it challenges you because it's so simple to think outside the mm. box, which I like yes. the, the creativity. But before we yep. see the runway that they do, we watch the full disco challenge, which I'm not even going to describe because I just thought it was so shit. But what did you, <laughs> what did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was good, actually. Um, there were some standout people. I think Olivia was amazing. I think even though I don't like her, that Tina was really good. I think it was, once again, an omni-shambles to watch Gottmik and uh, Candy Muse strong struggle along and yeah. um Utica was just mugging the whole time so you just couldn't see anything else um I think and I think Tamisha and um Elliot were really good I mean I actually thought Tamisha was good even though you could tell she was concentrating but I liked I liked her moves I thought she was solid but um Michelle said that she was out of time and you know who am I to agree or disagree rather <laughs> who am I to agree <laughs> um well I thought I agree with most of what you said, apart from when the, the opening act, which was the Mean Girls, Tina, Mick and Candy, I thought that um, they were all bad. And then when I watched it <laughs> the second time, I thought Tina was definitely the best of them, but she was yeah. in the middle, she had a flowing outfit, but because they were out of time, it was hard to, like, one of them can't be good because you need to all really be in time together for it to work. Yes. So, so I thought they were all going to be in the bottom. Yeah, I was surprised that, um, like, I don't know whether Tina was picked out to be in the top or the bottom because I thought she was should she should have been in the bottom and um but definitely got Mick should have been in the bottom 100% yeah and Candy yeah I don't know I don't know why she, I mean is it because she was so good last week I don't know or because like <laughs> because she was blatant it was obviously her look was to do with being trans etc so maybe they thought oh better not <laughs> Yeah, I thought Lala Ree did really well, so I, I thought she mm. might win. And even though I... yeah, that was a great dance moves, wasn't it? Her, she, and she and her face was perfect. She had, she injected comedy into it. She was fab. Unlike Carson, who injected something else into it. <laughs> His own ass. <laughs> but even though I love Denali, 
and I wanted to win. Um, and she was a, a great dancer. I did think there was something joyless about her and Rose. I was I, just gonna say joyless. Yes. It was joyless. There wasn't anything. There wasn't anything fun about it. I like. I know we're gonna get to the looks later, but it was. Oh, I don't know. And it was she because it was so on point. There was nothing fun about it. Yes, I can see why they weren't in the top. Um, but yeah, mm. to get to the runway, I mean, first off, I'm getting really pissed off. I'm going to have to breathe now. So <laughs> Tina Berger, which people start calling her <laughs> Tina Berger because... Yes! <laughs> she's meaty and always wears McDonald's clothing. But the fact that she's done it again on a runway specifically stating they want black and she still... Th- fucking forced her fucking signature colours, which are shit anyway, by the way. Red and yellow does not look good, ever, in any context, and it doesn't suit her. And she still keeps on fucking doing it, and no one's reading her on the show, and it's like, stop it! (laughs) Oh, you are raging! First of all, I have to say, Tina Berger is genius, and long may it continue. I didn't come up with that. I read it on Reddit. But yeah, Tina Berger is what we're calling her now. <laughs> yes, and um, I agree with you. It's like once, oh, once again, a sh- and the fucking Ronald McDonald wig as well. Really? I know, and people are liking it. Well, the judges are liking it. It's like, what are you liking? I don't understand. And there was no shape to her either. Like when you saw her from the side, it was just like, just basically looked like a lumpy man. The shape of a Big Mac, ironically. I mean, she is, <laughs> yes. she is being literally paid by McDonald's. And it's it's outrageous. <laughs> what did you think of Candy Muse's Com de Garçon take on it? Crap, I thought. I mean, I get, I I understand. <laughs> I I understand the what she's going for, and she's the only one that did something a little bit different, which is fabulous, and well done to her for that. Um, and you know the paint on the hair and la di da. It was it was different, but it was executed poorly. And um, I think she thought that she was being really kooky and out there. In fact, it just looked pants. Oh, I I thought it was a clever take, and I thought she deserved credit for that. But I agree that the execution was poor. I don't know why she mm. had black paint on her neck. Um, it didn't look good. But she wasn't the only one who did it. Something different, like Gottmik did as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they were. I think they, the three of them, because obviously you know they're a clique now. I think the Mean Girls thought they were way too, way more clever than they actually were being. Oh, I, I liked Gottmik. I thought it was. It reminded me of what Violet Chachki did in season seven with the nudity challenge. Mm. And this but, wasn't a nudity challenge, though. This was a little back dress challenge. I understand, but it was, you know, I didn't. But then the dress was so little that it, it was almost like comedy camp, which I liked. And then yeah. the story okay. of her being trans and showing her boy body. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we need to see it again because I think she's shown it already once and it's like, this is still a drag competition. So if you keep showing boy body, then that's not. Mm. But I think just for this one time, it worked. Yes. No, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I thought Elliot uh, was one of the ones who took it too literally. <laughs> She's like, I'm showing I'm showing real class. She looked like a fucking Russian hooker. That's what it looked like. She says people mistake her for a woman. And, and I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> who the... Is this Stevie Wonder? And his... Uh... <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> I was just going to say that. Really? In a very dark, dark room, perhaps. 
<laughs> you do like a dark room. I do. <laughs> what well, uh, Tamisha again took it literally, but she did look very good. So oh, really classy. I mean, I understand what the um. I know. I, I are you working in neoprene? Um, I do think I, you've got to give her props for you know she made the dress again, and I think she's so old school and so classy that I just you know that there wasn't. Like she would have seen little black dress and been like, "Oh, I got the perfect outfit." But it's, yeah, I, it's not it's not necessarily enough, is it? Even though I love her. Yeah. What did you think similarly of Olivia's? I loved it. It was very. I mean, you know, it was the wig that won it for her. Really, uh, <laughs> the wig but, um, was amazing. I, I love that. Wig. The wig. Yeah, the wig was amazing. I think um, her dress was. It was just. Yeah, it was. It was a bit boring, wasn't it? Really. Yeah, this runway was little black dress, not wig, because the wigs was the <laughs> focal point of the look. And yes. but she's brought back the small black bag, the small little bag. Yeah, I know. We were so pleased. <laughs> My favorite, I think, was Utica's. I loved her gold earring uh, recreation. Uh, what did you think of it? Yeah, I really liked it. Again, oh, I feel I feel like as well, like that she's doing these crazy faces, that she was sort of doing them when she was in rehearsal and was out of makeup as well. So I thought, I almost think it might be a habit. Um, so uh, she's... It's a disability. I point. thought the look was the look was really good. It's like when you see, because she releases on her um, Instagram, like pictures of, you know, the outfit with like a professional photographer and they look amazing. And so I think it's almost like, you know, as a tableau, she looks beautiful and it's such a clever look. And it's just when she performs it she just loses some of it you know but it's annoying that the judges keep saying this but they keep saying mm. it in the deliberation when the queen's I know, that really annoys me. <laughs> so she's gonna keep doing it they're not giving her this note and they can give it to her because this week she's in the bottom so they talked of quite a while but still <laughs> are they just enjoying watching her make a fool out of herself like are they ever good <laughs> It's like when your friend has a bogey in your nose, you just don't tell them. You just wait and watch it go. It's like, tell the bitch! Tell her! <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just not, it's just not fair, is it? Oh. Because it's, it's a simple, it is a simple note to give her. And then maybe she, and like, if Rue gives her on stage, then she, she'll make a conscious effort not to do it next time. But this, she doesn't know. So we're just going to keep getting it. Yeah, at the finale, it'll be her and someone else. They're like, Utica, you didn't win because you kept camping it up all season. She's like, did I? Uh, no one told me. <laughs> I'm like, you could have told me week two. Um, what did you think of Denali's um, Black Widow? Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, the big... Webs? Uh, things you put in your eyes. Come on, help me out. Contact lenses. <laughs> yes, the big black contact lenses. Those, So those were like, um, they really... They're really difficult. You can only wear those big ones for like um, about two hours. So um, because they're really hard to get in and they're quite bad for your eyes. But um, yeah, they looked really, they looked really good. I thought this, the stick on other eyes looked a bit shit. But um, other than that, it was really gorgeous. That can be another term for BBC now, big black contacts. <laughs> I, I agree with you that the eyes on the forehead were, I, I di it didn't need that because I didn't really, I couldn't really tell what it was. And I thought the look was all right without it. So it was just a bit of a unnecessary ad addition. If she had done, if, if it was done in like proper, bleh, proper prosthetics and they looked, you know, sort of spooky and really good, then maybe, but it, they didn't look like that. They look like those, they look like those googly eyes you can buy from the shops that she just stuck on her forehead. Everyone hated the look that Rosé did. Uh, this kind of tool. Oh. <laughs> She's obsessed with tool. It was awful. I know. She is a tool. And it just, <laughs> um, and it just, it just, 
Oh, it just looked really shit, didn't it? And cheap. Oh. And the wig was awful. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else. I didn't think it was as bad as that blue tool she did the other week. But she needs to stop wearing tool, though, because it's just yeah. no, not she does. flattering. Yeah. No, no, and it's not like... I mean, I get it. It probably would be good on stage, uh, on like a, in a nightclub. I get it. It's it's that kind of look. But it this is drag race, you know. You need to up your game, babes. <laughs> As Lala re-upped her game with this black dress? This black dress was... Yeah, very short. I mean, she's got those, <laughs> those, big, those, those big old shoulders again, but they were sort of emphasised because they were um, obviously shoulder pads. So um, it was, I mean, it was all right. She was, it was, a, it was a good week for her, actually, compared to last week. She, I mean, obviously anything would have been, but it's, um, she bounced back <laughs> and she bounced back high. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was awful. She could see a kebab, but still, after last week, it looks like <laughs> fucking couture compared to what she did last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. still triggered by. And then possibly the best on the runway, I think, was Simone. Again, mm. Kil- mm. when she doesn't make the outfit herself, she's amazing on the runway. And that skin, oh my God, it was just beautiful, glowing. And like, she just, it just, oh, it was, she was stunning, I have to say. It's a bit kiss-ass to do a RuPaul illusion, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, and nobody mentioned it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we find out the safe queens are Denali, Rosé, Simone, Got Mick, and Lalari. And I think Got Mick being safe is a fucking travesty. She was mm. shit. Yeah, she was. She was crap in the in the in the challenge. And then, yes, I was uh, gagged about Tina being in the top, not the bottom. But apart from that, I think everyone else sort of fell all right. I think. Mm. I did like the very quick aside we got from from Denali when she was when she was safe, and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, get <laughs> that was that's very. Uh, she's, she's got a, considering she's an ice skater, she's got that she's got a Tonya Harding sort of vibe, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think she'll be like, if I didn't win the dancing challenge, like, what am I going to win? A bit like Jan last in season twelve when she didn't win yeah. the rusical. It's like this is meant yeah. to be my challenge, so shit. Or um, Ginny Lemon and the imp- Improvisation Challenge. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but they did like Elliot's performance, which I found quite satisfying because she had such a horrendous start being like constantly mm. eliminated in the beginning. So to come back and do well <laughs> in a challenge, it's quite... And then she talks about how she was bullied at school. and It, it all feels very yeah. triumphant for Elliot with two Ts, which I like. Yeah, I do. I'm warm. And, like, and we like a journey, don't we? And, um, you know, and her journey is, you know, like she's she's been an underdog. And um, we... and But she's like... No matter she's like a cockroach. No matter how many times you squash her, she keeps popping back up, full of joie de vivre. Oh, what a lovely compliment! Yes. <laughs> uh, Carson tells Tamisha, "If you relax, you'll enjoy it more." And RuPaul's like, "Like with anal sex." And also, <laughs> the, whole point, the whole point is Tamisha can't relax, otherwise, you know, overflow. Well, she's got extra holes, so anal sex is that... amazing. She's got <laughs> oh god. Sorry, that was disgusting. Dude, that is... Can I can I just say that there is porn with that? I'm just going to put that out there. What's it called? I'm Googling. No, I'm joking. What? No, is... don't. Oh, okay. that is vile. Do you know anything you can think of? There's something, isn't there? I mean, there's. I know. Yes. Yes, a- there is. Absolutely. Any hole literally is a goal these days. Any hole. Yeah, they, those holes, you know, you get um, when you have throat cancer, when you, there's a, you get a hole there as well. I've, that's that's a thing too. Oh my God, that is fucking disgusting. And we're not kink shaming. We're not kink shaming. Yes, we I've are to do this disc- time. <laughs> this time we are. If you're doing that, if you're doing it right now, pull out of that throat and stop it because it's absolutely unacceptable. 
<laughs> we're not gagging. There's a yeah, okay, I'll just stop. I'm not. just gonna stop. <laughs> so you draw you draw the line at big babies. I mean you draw the line at hole you you draw the line at extra holes. Big babies, that's okay. Well, you know what? I'm open to trying things. I'm open to trying <laughs> open wounds. Um, oh god. So they're not they're not impressed with Utica's earrings saying that like the guest judge is like you have to make sure they understand it and I'm like, well, mm. she did just tell you like and and I thought it was a good look, even if you didn't know it was an earring. So, and also it was it's good that they, Michelle was really gagged when they, when she explained it. So why can't that be the like the whole the whole thing is your surprise? Just because you didn't get it when it was happening doesn't mean it doesn't take away from how good it was. Surely, I know. And every every other black dress is like, oh, it's too simple, it's too literal, and it's like, oh, yours is too different, too too creative, and it's like for fuck's sake. Mm. I know exactly. It's just, making, it's just making me angry. This episode. Do you know what? I'm going back down to a one. I am. <laughs> oh, triggering, triggering. So they um they talk about Tamisha in deliberations, and they can't decide if they to judge her based on what, her limitations mm. or like everyone else. What do you think is fairest to do? This is difficult. I think they handle it really well, actually, because um you can't you can't give somebody a free pass because they've had. You know they've gone through something terrible. I think, in a way, and I and I'm skipping forward. I think she perhaps wasn't quite ready and maybe needed a bit more time to recover. Um, and I think um, that was showing, and it was beginning to show that it was a strain. Yeah, my favorite part of this awful episode is actually <laughs> when RuPaul says, "Bring back my girls," and Carson goes, "Where they at? Bring them back." <laughs> I don't know why I just really like that. <laughs> I know I had to rewind that because I didn't understand what had happened. <laughs> uh, that's the whole episode for me. Um, so <laughs> Tina and Elliot with two T's are safe and Olivia wins. Did you agree with Olivia winning? Uh, well, first of all, I want to say something that Lonnie says, which made me really giggle, was when she says, uh, "She says sometimes when you're big and bold, you don't, you don't gotta be, <laughs> yeah. you don't, you don't, you don't gotta be, mm, child and Lord have mercy all the time." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Because <laughs> it's because it's true. Like she's like, mm-hmm, that's right. And you don't have to do, you don't have to be that all the time, which is what Candy Muse was doing, and what she is doing as well. The judge who gave the advice yeah. is doing the same thing. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, and on another like, mm, on another note, mm, child. <laughs> Um, so obviously the show can't resist putting Tamisha and Candy against each other in the bottom. I mean, we should have seen this coming because of yeah, all the arguments. Yeah. But for yeah. me, the bottom should have been Candy and Mick. Um, who do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. Because I, um, I don't think... I thought Tamisha's look was good. And I think her performance, although it wasn't perfect, it was still good. It was better than Got Mick. So I, I, I agree with you. It should have been, been Candy and Mick. Yeah, and like the, the, they sometimes say the look counts for it, but then Olivia won, and her look was one of the most simple. So it's like, does the look count yeah. or not? And yeah. Candy's and Mix, well, Mix was good, but then Candy's was all right as well. And there wasn't a massive difference um, performance-wise between Lala, Denali, Rosé and Olivia. So, do you know what I mean? It had to be down to something. So, I don't know. Yeah, splitting hairs. Um, I was excited mm, about the lip sync. Big hairs, wigs. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited about the lip sync songs. I love this song, Blue Cantrell, Hit 'Em Up Style. Do you remember this one? I do remember it. Yes, I thought it should have been a disco track, but um, you know, I did. I thought it was a it was a good one. And uh, oh my god, Tamisha, I just love Tamisha. Oh. Well, actually, it's funny you should say that because there's a lot of speculation online that um, it was meant to be a disco song, and they think that they changed it because. 
Tamisha probably would have beat Candy quite easily at a disco song because it's more her era and more her yeah. style. But they, yeah. obviously the show wants Candy because she's causing trouble and they seem to like her for some reason. So, Ooh, cool conspiracy theories abound. Because neither of the queens, Tamisha and Candy, both seem to struggle with the words. And usually that's what happens if they change the song last minute. Um, uh, oh, I love I love how people like really get into it. I love that. It's so interesting. Well, we should be one of them, really. We're on the podcast. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I, I don't deal in conspiracies, babes. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you love the Stevie Wonder isn't blind one. <laughs> well, I know I don't. I, I like it, but I don't like it at all. <laughs> at the same time. By the way, side sidebar, just about Blue Cantrell, because I, I was a fan. Do you remember that she used to do porn as well? Yes, I do remember that, actually. Um she, did she go back to porn after this? After her one hit? She had two hits, remember Breathe was a big number one hit with Ashana <laughs> oh, yes, Paul. Okay. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't come for blue or I'll see red. Um, <laughs> so oh, red. I mean, if Olivia can win in a sideshow Bob wig, then anything can happen this week. <laughs> sideshow Bob. <laughs> Um, did you agree that Candy won the lip sync? Um, I don't like Candy, and no, I don't agree. Um, I can see why they gave it to her. I thought Tamisha gave proper old school drag, and I feel like, well, is is that just not enough anymore on, on Drag Race? I mean, like that's how Rue got to where she was. But um, you know, you obviously need to be thrusting and punching, and I don't know. I thought I just find Candy aggressive, and it was just another example of her being aggressive. But then I, you know, I appreciated that she bawled at the end. Yeah, I think it was the end that won it for us. She showed passion, and when all else fails, like you want to show yeah. that. But uh, you know that point halfway through when she laid down on the floor and we couldn't see her face. I mm. think that was a real massive cover up for not knowing the words at that point because she just like took <laughs> took a nap halfway through. It was like very strange. <laughs> she was on a she was on a sugar a sugar down. She had to, she had to have a rest. <laughs> Sugar Down for season 14. <laughs> so Tamisha goes, Candy's crying, and it's actually quite sweet. I think Tamisha really shows the star she is when she leaves because she's so gracious. She hugs Candy. Oh, so yeah. classy. Hug- hugging Candy after the shit they've had. I mean, you know. And she, I love the quote. She says, every competition you don't have to win, you just have to show up. And she's mm-hmm. going to go heel and get ready for All Stars. And I genuinely hope she is on All Stars because she's a star. Oh, God, Def- me too. And because I think, like she's, like I just said, I think uh, because she wasn't quite there in her recovery, I don't think to do, you know, she did really well, but I think she was aware of the fact that she was in recovery. And I think um, after a couple more years of, you know, like, you know, getting back to the top of her game, because she says quite openly at the beginning that she's not on the top of her game and she, you know, she's going to try and keep up with the other queens, but she isn't at the top. But I think, you know, she can get, she can get back there. And she just needs that wound to close up and she'll be, She'll be off like a rocket. I don't know if that... I don't. I think once you have a glossy bag, that you have it for life. Well, you should know. Um, I, but... do, I do know. I do know, actually. There's a story... <laughs> there's a story... There's a story that I could... Well, no, I can't... I can't say it on here, but, um, yeah. It Ooh, is, tell me it, after. Yeah. yeah for I'll our Patreon guests, we will be doing... <laughs> no, I'm doing... Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I feel a bit like with Ginny Lemon in Drag Race UK where I think the season's going to be worse now Tamisha's not on it so it's a real loss for me and for you yeah I agree yeah absolutely she was one of my favourites 
Uh, but I am going to take back what I said last week now. I do think UK, Drag Race UK is better than Drag Race US. I think I was, <laughs> what happened was I, you know how much I love Denali's lip sync. I think I was on a yeah. bit of a high from that for a while, <laughs> but I've calmed down. <laughs> you were lip sync drunk, babes. You were, you, you were def- definitely on a high from that. You didn't know what was happening. I was lip sync bag of browning. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, that was the kind of high you could only get from a bag of brown or a lip sync. <laughs> but I think next week is going to be a very good improvement episode wise because bossy Rossi after dark. These improv challenges I usually tend to enjoy, so I think that'll be good. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But it's um, it's sort of it's sort of weird how the episodes are sort of following the UK ones because <laughs> we had obviously the improv challenge last week. I mean, like, so does that mean the snatch game is going to be in the British one before it's in the American one? I would say so. Well, the Americans are always a bit behind. We know that, don't we? Um, <laughs> oh, but as well next week. So this time next week, we're going to be doing the Bossy Rossi After Dark episode. But we're also going to do a little recap of a special documentary UK is doing about the six week break they took because of COVID. However, we will be back as normal for our Friday recap of Drag Race UK. So how interesting can watching people sat at home during a lockdown be? Let's find out. <laughs> well, we all watch Cogglebox, so it's pretty much that. <laughs> um, oh my God, we're doing under an hour. That's so impressive for us these days. Oh no, <gasps> three seconds. <laughs> no, it's gone. <laughs> Almost. Uh, but thank you for listening and we'll see you on Friday with Drag Race UK. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.